With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to The Zone. The Zone is a show dedicated to the world of HBCU sports and beyond. On The Zone, we have exclusive interviews from across the country. We discuss topics that others dare not touch. So join us for this week's episode of The Zone, presented by the Open Mic Broadcast Network, Prairie View, Texas. Welcome back to the Open Mic Broadcast Network, the radio guy, Dr. Mike Prince. As you know, it is our mission to try to bring you some news you can use. Today is no exception to the rule. We are fortunate to have back on the line with us the newly hired football coach as of December 22nd, 2022, Coach Alonzo Hampton of the University of Arkansas at Fine Bluff. How you doing, Coach? Hey, doing great. How you doing today, Mr. Prince? I'm doing real good, man. Look, um, since we last talked, uh, we had you on, and a lot has happened between December 22nd and the conclusion of your spring football, which was April 22nd. And ironically enough, that's almost six months, man. Yes, sir. (laughs) Wow, I didn't think of it like that. Well, anyway, uh, bring us up to speed of the developments that took place in Golden Lions camp? Well, obviously, we just finished up on Saturday with our uh, 15 practice spring game, and obviously we got out of that thing without any injuries, which is always a positive. Um, the kids worked hard, you know, offense, defense, special team. We probably installed about 50% of what we're trying to do. We wanted to give the guys a good baseline um, and just learn the fundamentals of the position and obviously kind of introduce them to what we want to do offensively and uh, defensively and special teams-wise. And I thought the guys grasped the concepts well. You know, obviously, you know, um, throughout spring you had some guys that showed up and showed that, you know, they could help us uh, moving forward. And now we're just in the uh, exit interviews part of it starting this week and kind of see who wants to stay here and who wants to move on. You know, obviously the kids now have the opportunity to, to, to make that decision. So everybody makes it seem like the coaches are the bad guys, but, some of these players have just as much power because they can they can uh, enter that portal, which gives them the advantage to go pick and choose. But you know we'll work our way through that thing, and and uh, again we're excited about the direction that we're headed. Right. People often talk about uh, the portal, but the portal is uh, truly a double-edged sword. It can hurt you going and coming. And when you look at the scheme and the type of players that you inherited versus to those who might be coming in even later on as we speak. Of what you're trying to establish compared to what you inherited on a scale of 1 to 10, or 10 being the greatest, what would you say the degree of difficulty or change has been for your players and your scheme? Well, I, I mean, I wouldn't even want to rate it in that, in that aspect. You know, obviously, you know, anytime you bring in a new head coach, there's some things that wasn't getting done. Um, and, and that's why they make the decision. But as a coaching staff, I don't want my coaches focused on 
um, you know, how far we got to get. We just came to work every day and asked the players to do the same, just give us their very best. And, you know, obviously, like I said, I think a lot of the players uh, made a tremendous jump from where they were uh, just from a fundamental standpoint. And, and, um, and we're, we're excited about that part of it. And obviously, we know we got to get better. I mean, the top teams in this league, you know, four or five teams, you know, they, they've established and, and, and they got things in place. And so we're just going to continue to put our heads down and work. And, and, you know, at the end of the day, we'll look up at the scoreboard at the end of the game. But right now, man, we're in, we're in first quarter mode. Man, we're grinding. So we haven't had a chance to evaluate uh, from, on a scale from zero to ten. We're just working every day and knowing we got a long time before that first game. <laughs> Absolutely, and, and you know what? I can I can uh, respect that response because you, you never are comparing uh, apples to apples or saying one thing was great or even worse from the regime that you replace it. But when you're gauging where you're trying to be and the, you know the short time and how fast everything is moving, we're just trying to gauge on that. But with that being said, uh, you just completed your camp, and there's always some uh, some rising stars on the offense, defense, even special team side. Are you at liberty to go in uh, some uh, stops that are increasing from your uh, three sides of the ball? Well, I mean, I wouldn't even really say we have any stars. I mean, we've got really good football players. And like I told, told our guys when I took the job, uh, I want to give everybody here an opportunity to show us what they can do. We've had 15 practice to evaluate them. We're going to do exit interviews this week, and then uh, then we'll decide, you know, how they feel about us and how we feel about them. And then, mm-hmm. you know, obviously, we know uh, – um, I think our receiving core is pretty good, a uh, good receiving core that we have here. You know, obviously, at the quarterback position, nobody has just taken uh, taken over that position. So, we're, we're, we're still – we just work to be done there. Same thing at the running back position. Nobody has just – uh, solidified anything. Um, you know, you'll have some guys that'll be the first on the depth chart, but we're going to look at the program as a whole. When I took the job, I said it. I'm going to look at it from 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 the little details all the way to the biggest. You know, from walking in the door, from the janitor all the way through to the equipment guy, every the support staff, everything. And, and our players understand we're going to recruit the very best players that we can recruit to come here to take their positions. And if they're good enough to keep their position, then, then that means they did a great job. And so, offense, yes, like I said, I was impressed with a couple of the receivers that we have. Um, um, you know, Kenji Lewis made a big jump, a young man, you know, from Memphis, Tennessee. Maurice Lloyd did a good job for us. And, and obviously, uh, um, Damon uh, Dawkins, um, I mean, he, he probably was the, the best out of all the guys, but um, he didn't play in the spring game. You know, he had a little uh, toe injury, but he, he'll be fine. And, and on the defense side of the ball, man, we, we had a couple guys that, that just, they all got better on the D-line, you know. Um, but we have some guys that I think that they continue to develop, have a chance to be really good players in this league. Obviously, you know, guys that can, can bend the corner at the defensive end position. And the linebackers, you know, we had a, Rico Dozier. He played a lot last year. I mean, just a very, very heady football player, understands the game. And, you know, obviously in the secondary, we it's some work to be done. But I'll say this, man, every one of those kids from the corner position to the safety position and our nickel position, those guys got better. So that's what I was most impressed with. 
uh, from the offensive and defensive side. And special team-wise, man, we got we got some work to do as far as, man, we're going to need some guys uh, to be able to step up in that position, you know, uh, you know, kicker, punter type of deal. And But, but again, we'll find those guys. Uh, like I said, last time I checked, there's over 3,000 kids in that portal. And again, no doubt we about got it, kids. man. <laughs> we got kids here that we're hoping that don't get in the portal. But again, they have that uh, that ability to be able to do that, and I'm not mad at them one bit. And you know, like mm-hmm. I said, I'm gonna look them in the eyes. They say, Coach, I don't want to be here. I'm saying, Man, God bless you, and you move forward. And so that's yes, kind sir. of where we at with this program. Uh, we're we're headed in the right direction. And my motto is still the same. We want to restore the pride. We want to restore, restore the pride in the community, restore the pride in the classroom, and restore the pride of Golden Lion football on the football field. That's why I'm here as the head coach. And so we're, made, we're making gains in all those areas, but it's still work to be done. Yes, sir. Now, it's, it's interesting the time that we're in uh, when we hear the portal, some of it. Uh, is in her inherited, or some people interpret it as a cursing word. <laughs> but when you when you look at this thing, and it's a delicate situation because you're interviewing players to retain, and you're looking to possibly add players to your fold. Now it's easy, and there's old saying, you know, uh, all that glitter is not gold. And you mentioned there's over three thousand kids that have hit the portal for one reason or another. What are you looking for other than the obvious talent to be saying, hey, this is a guy that could be a great addition to our program? Well, obviously, the number one thing you look for is do they have the right care to make up? Why are they leaving the school that they're at? Okay, was it because they got beat out? Was it because they weren't happy? Things of that nature. Because you don't want to bring a lot of those problems into your program. What if they come here and you sign them and they can't beat the guys out here? So they're going to leave again? And so you got to do your research. And obviously we do a good job of reaching out to the coaches on their coaching staff. Or you can mm-hmm. reach out to the high school coach. I mean, we're going to know somebody when we recruit a kid uh, in that portal. We're going to do all our homework on them. And, and so obviously now the NCAA, man, they got different stipulations on them. You bring those kids in with multiple years, and if they leave your program, I mean, if they don't get another scholarship, then you, you're pretty much on the hook unless they leave. So that, that puts the onus back on the coaches to do your research on these kids. And these kids, obviously, they got to do the research on the program to make sure this is somewhere they want to go. But, uh, again, I, I say it, it, it's fun times that we're living in, and, and the Porter give it and the Porter take it. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, I hope I, that was very poetic. That was very yeah, poetic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but, no, I mean, obviously, again, we're excited about the process and, and, you know, just building the football team the right way. And, obviously, yes, you know, sir. start with the O-line, D-line, and then you kind of move out from there. Yes, so, sir. Um, you know, we feel good about where we're at, but we know in order to beat the top three to four teams in this league, we got work to be done, and, and I'm sure if you ask them, they'll say the same thing. They're trying to no doubt about it. Spot, you know, no doubt about it. Now, Coach, I'm about to probably date myself here for a minute, man, with this next deal. I'm kind of old school, right? <laughs> and I believe in the spirit of competition. Mm-hmm. And one of the, the, I guess, yellow flags that would come up to me if I were coaching, what you guys are doing in this 21st century. I tip my hat to you 1,000%. I would be apprehensive 
of going to the portal, like you said, there's over 3,000 guys, and everybody got uh, one reason or another why they're there. But I would be very cautious in taking a guy on board because they couldn't beat out the guy in front of them, so they decided to take exit stage left to find somewhere where they think it would be easier for them to come in and play. And the reason I say that, because now, indirectly to me, here's the old school part kicking in, I'm thinking you coming in disrespecting my program and thinking you just come in here and walk over everybody. Right. I think you made a good point there. And, and obviously, again, uh, some of those guys are at bigger programs than where we're at. And they obviously all feel that, that, that we may be a step below them or they were recruited because they had uh, better uh, measurables. Because that's all I tell them. All you have is better measurables. I, I've been in the SWAT uh, for a long time, and I followed the SWAT even when I left. All right? The skilled players are all the same. Okay? Mm-hmm. Some just bigger, some just taller, some just faster. But they all can play football. Now, where you get into the, to the issues are, or the challenges or when you talk about O-line, D-line play. And, and mm-hmm. those guys, they move a little better and things of that nature. So, obviously, if you can get one of those guys in a portal that's been in a really good program at those positions, O-line, D-line, most coaches are going to take a chance on them. And it's just hard to find O-line, D-line fears. Uh, but all those skill positions, I, man, I, I was at a school, man, we took a kid that was a walk-on at another place, uh, Power 5 school. He would end up being better than, than guys that had been – on scholarship at the Power Five places, so all that kind of like, hey, it's in what's inside that player, and as a coach, that's where you come in at, and you got to do your research, and you got to see what drives this kid, and what we're trying to get in this program are very, very competitive kids. I tell our coaches this: I'm looking for a highly competitive football players. Okay, you want to compete in the classroom, you want to compete in the community, and you want to compete when it's time to turn the lights on and in practice. And so if they don't have that uh, ability, I don't really want them around me. Because every morning I wake up, man, I, I'm chasing greatness. I'm in pursuit of excellence. And, we, and the only way you can do those things and be able to, to do what we want to do, which is restore the pride, you got to be willing to compete every single morning that you wake up. When your feet hit that floor, you got to be ready to go get it. And so if you know any of those guys, Mr. Prince, send them my way because I'm coming to get them. I need them. Well, need hold them. on now. <laughs> hold on now. Wait a minute now. You can't throw me at home right now, man. I got to send them to Prairie View first, man. <laughs> no, but I do understand exactly what you're saying because um, this thing, athletics, and we happen to be talking to a football coach right now, but athletics goes so much further than beyond your playing surface because if you get stuck on a thing such as competition on a field, you'll get stuck in competition in life. And mm. if you don't – I know I said something just then, didn't I, sir? And, and, and so, you preached it. Yeah, hey, what a collection play that. What a play <laughs> <laughs> You know, and, 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 and if I can't build you – from the inside out, don't waste my time, don't waste your time. Because when the reality hits, and you said you asked for a sermon, here come a short one. Two percent of these guys, I don't care if they're power five, NAIA, are going to be paid professionally to play whatever sport they're connected to. So that means you're here because you 
say or should have a love for the game. And if yes, you're going to be here in your case putting on the black and gold, let me build in you what I can through what I've gone through the grind as a player coach and a mentor to you now to help you be a champion right here at Pine Bluff yes, and in mm-hmm. life when you hopefully get that sheepskin with your name spelled correctly and go on in life. That, to yes, me, sir. sir, is better than a guy running a four three forty and able to jump 46 vertical inches. And you said you said it right. If a kid is talking to me that's in the portal and he doesn't mention anything about academics and want to graduate, he's not the right kid for me. Because if you look at my background, everywhere I've been, I was a class president. My, my kids are, are scholars, you know what I'm saying? So I take that personally, okay? Mm-hmm. I want you to walk across that stage. When I took the job, I said I want guys that's going to graduate in three to four years. I'm making that promise to them and their parents. And so if you're talking to me about NFL, NFL, like NFL will come, but let, let's talk about our daily grind, getting up and competing in the classroom and graduation rate. Let's get that graduation rate to 100%. And I tell people, they say, what do you mean, Coach, 100%? I, all the people that I know that want to graduate, they graduate. So that's 100%. And so mm-hmm. those are the kind of kids I'm going to recruit. Those are the kind of kids that we want to motivate to be able to, you know, maybe become first uh, generation college graduates and things of that nature. That's what's so powerful about HBCUs. And so now you get a kid in the portal, and all he's talking about is, is, is NFL. Now, if he only has one year left and he's already graduated, then guess what? I can help you with that goal as well. But if you got two to three years left, let's figure out how soon can we get you graduated. Then how can you become a better uh, uh, football player? And then how can you become the best version of yourself as a man uh, and go out and be successful in life? You know, because obviously we want you to be able to have a family one day. And then when you get that good job, come back to the University of Arkansas Pine Bluff and donate so we can keep building this thing and continue to ride. Absolutely. Give it back. Give it back. Please give it back. You know, and when you, and when you really look at it, Coach, you've had the fortune to plan uh, college ball. You'll be amazed at how many people, and I don't care if it wasn't a Power 5 uh, college team that you played on, just to come across regular Joe, and he says, man, you play college ball? Wow. I, the people would give their left hand just to say that they were able to do that. So when you get these guys on your campuses and you're recruiting them and trying to uh, build a program within that person that you happen to be speaking to at the time, they are in rare air already, and they just have to seize the moment of life opportunities, not just one portion of life, in this case, the NFL. Yes, sir. It's almost like Eminem say you only got one shot. But some of these guys, Ah, he went Eminem uh, over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going to get another chance. And so let's take advantage of the opportunities that have been presented to you. And, and those are the kind of players, like I said, when I talk to them, me and my staff, I want to know how bad do they really want it. Because people say they want a lot of things. But mm-hmm. are you consistently working towards that goal? And that's what yes, we come sir. in at. And this is a great time of the year. And, you know, we got, uh, you know, uh, that portal's opened up. So we want to go find the right ones. Everybody's not a great fit for uh, UAPB. Everybody's not a great fit for Prairie uh, and, and these other schools in the SWAC. Find the place that fits you the best. Find the place yes, that you sir. can be, be developed as an athlete, as a student, and then as a person. And w- once 
that connection is it's, it's powerful. When you sit down and talk to them and their parents, they know and you know if the kid's going to fit your program. Absolutely, absolutely. We're talking right now with head football coach at the University of Arkansas at Pine Bluffs Golden Lions. That's always a mouthful to say, but none other than Coach Alonzo Hampton. Now, Coach, you inherited the schedule that you're going to be faced off with this year, and I don't know how far out your games for your non-conference are set up, but if you could refresh me and the listeners of who your three non-conference opponents would be for 2023. Well, I tell you what, I tell you what, I don't, let, let me think because I haven't really thought about it. I, I'm being honest. I don't want you to think Coach Hampton is not telling the truth. But uh-huh. I've been so consumed with building a program and getting through spring ball. But I do believe uh, we got Tulsa, okay, uh, I think we have Memphis, and then the other one may be Miles. Miles. Okay. Miles, right? Okay. So okay. I think that's the non-conference schedule. But, again, I have been so wrapped up in trying to develop these young men uh, as as athletes and and students that I haven't had a chance to look at the schedule because that's not the most important thing right now. We got a long time before we can get to fall fall camp. But uh, I I do think those are the the, the non-conference schedule. Um, But I do know this. We got six home football games. That that did ring a bell to me, and I'm excited about packing uh, Simmons – uh, Banks Field. I mean, I, I want every Saturday, man, to be rocking here. Just like it used to be in 2006 and 2012 and, and 2020 and 1993 and 1994 when the Golden Line was on top, baby. So we got to get the yes, soccer goal back to the top. So that's what I'm looking forward to. So whoever's All on right. the schedule, I mean, we're, we're ready for them when that day comes. We're not Right now, we're not ready, but I, I do believe those are the three uh, non-conference games that that we have uh, on the uh, schedule this year in 2023. Okay. Well, well, we'll make sure that we get all that cross-reference, and we'll be pulling for you other than when you're playing against my beloved Panthers, of course. But we'll make sure that that gets taken care of as well. Now, look, Coach, I know you spoke very uh, candidly about your offense, defense, and special teams. Now, here's going to be a more precise I'm going to hear me in a corner just for a moment. You'll be able to wiggle out in just a second. If you had to choose which unit would you say would be your stronger unit as we speak right now, which unit would that be and why? Well, I always tell people defensively anytime because all they're doing is reacting. Okay, they're running to the ball, you know. And so our defensive guys have, have made the biggest jump just because of what we're doing schematically. And, you know, we have more starters back on the defensive side of the ball, per se. And so that's the only reason that they're ahead. Our offense gave us fits for the second scrimmage. I mean, I mean, we couldn't stop them. So, again, I don't say who's, who's ahead. I mean, it, it's, been, it's been tug and go, as my mama would say, one day the offense, the next day the defense. But we've got more players back uh, on the defensive side of the ball than offense. But we got some really, really good skilled players back on the offensive side of the football that we're excited about. And then we got our uh, our returners back, uh, you know, in, in, in the special teams unit. So um, I'm just excited about building what we have. And, uh, you know, so it, it'll be fun as we continue to develop over the summer uh, in, in, in the weight room. And then uh, those kids make the commitment. Uh, as we start Zoom meetings and things of that nature right now. There's so many ways to get better. It's just not always on the field. It's about in that classroom as well. And so now it's letting those young men take the next step 
and they take ownership of the program. Right now, it's, it's a coach-led program, but I want a program that's led by our players. And that's when you know that the change has come. When the players start leading the meetings, when the players start organizing the, the workouts, uh, the get-togethers, and they start fellowshipping with one another, then you can say the pride has been restored because you don't want to let those guys down. It ain't even about the coach getting on them. It's about their teammates not wanting to let your brother down. And so that's what we're trying to get the program back to. Yes, sir. Well, Coach, you know there's always a saying that the team has a tendency to take on the characteristics of their head coach. And if the energy that I'm feeling from you right now is any indication, uh, the pride is soon to return and with great vengeance. And uh, we're excited about what you bring, and not only to the Golden Lion country, but to the Southwestern Athletic Conference country, because when you do well, we all do well, and vice versa. And I want to put your feet to the fire, but this is going to be more of a friendly fire. Um, we got to keep up with you, man, throughout the course of the season, man, and promise that you'll come back on the show. Well, I tell you what, Mr. Prince, man, I enjoy talking to you. I feel like I'm in church every time, brother. And, and I help you, man. I, I, I like to be encouraged, man. When, when I talk to you, man, I, I, I can feel the spirit running through my body. So that means you all right with me. I, I know you got a favorite team, you know what I'm saying? But don't you go in and make the Golden Lions your second favorite team, brother, because we got a connection. <laughs> well, you know what? I, I, I And I'm going to feel you on that, man, and I'll share a story with you. Uh, your athletic director, uh, Chris Robinson, uh -huh. was roommates with a guy that I played Pop Warner football with back in St. Louis, Missouri, uh, by the name of Dr. Lawrence Hill. So mm. there is there is a bit of a kindred spirit there, my man. And um, I tell you what, we'll go ahead and adopt you to start things off. And we'll grow from there. How that sound? Hey, man. Hey, Mr. Prince. That sounds good, brother. And, and like I said, when, when, when the swag do well, we all do well. So we want good football throughout the swag because, like I said, we appreciate what, what, what the young man did at Jackson State for all of us. And let's uh -huh. keep it going. We ain't got to go backwards. Let's go forward. Right. We say here in Pine Bluff, we want the city to go forward. We want the swag to go forward. And, and with people like you that's always giving us a – an avenue to, to share our, our stories, then we going to go forward. And, and the Golden Lions going to be good. We want everybody to be good, just not when they play the Golden Lions, though. Yes, sir. I understand that right. As my grandma <laughs> said, we're going to get gooder and gooder, and we're going to all do it together. How about that? Yeah, I love it. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. He is Coach Hampton of the University of Arkansas at Pine Bluff Golden Lions. I am the radio guy, Dr. Mike Prince. want to thank you guys so much for joining in with us. Don't forget, you can always join in with me on Twitter at The Mike Prince Show. The YouTube channel is the Open Mic Broadcast Network. And feel free to visit the website at obnradio.com. And until the next time, you guys be blessed, and we'll see you on the other side. Jarvis Christian University announces June-July early summer enrollment. Apply today and earn 12 credit hours. Also available, $500 off tuition. And for students who do not qualify for an academic scholarship may obtain a $4,000 scholarship by earning a 3.0 GPA. And all courses are transferable. And the course offers summer college preparedness. 
For more information, you may contact Dr. Yolanda Jones at 903-730-4890, extension 2215, or email ESSP at Jarvis.edu. And you may visit their website at www.jarvis.edu. It's me, Donna G, on the MIC, representing for DG Sports and Entertainment all the time, uh, coming to you with our HBCU moment. I know it was a swag zone, but I think I've expanded it, <laughs> which is what I do, if you know me personally. But anywho, or even not, if you don't know me personally, you still know that's one of my traits. But it's all good because I have love for all HBCUs. So, let's get into it. We have our baseball standings for the SWAC, and on the east side is Alabama State at 15-3, Florida A&M 15-3, Bethune-Cookman 11-5, Jackson State 6-12, Alabama A&M 3-13, Mississippi Valley State 2-16. On the west side, we have Bramlin 14-4, Prairie View, 12 to 5, Texas Southern, 10 to 6, Southern, 8 to 7, Arkansas Pine Bluff, 4 to 14, and Alcorn State coming in at 3 to 15. That's for our baseball. Now, uh, next we'll have our SWAC softball standings. That's our ladies. On the east side, we have Alabama State at 14-7 leading off. Boone Cookman, 13 to 8. Alabama A&M, 12 to 8, Florida A&M, 11 to 9, Jackson State, 11 to 10, Mississippi Valley, 1 to 20. On the west, it's Prairie View leading, and it's the West Champ of 19 to 1, Gramlin State, 13 to 7, Texas Southern, 9 to 11, Alcorn State, 9 to 11 as well. Southern 8 to 13, and Arkansas Pine Bluff is 3 to 18. Sounds good. Now, again, those are conference standings I'm giving, and those can be looked at on SPAC.org. Now, we're going to go to our MEAC softball, because I guess they don't have baseball. Been trying to inquire about that, but for softball, the standings are Morgan State 11 to 4, Norfolk 12 to 5, North Carolina Central 11 to 5, Maryland Eastern Shore 8 to 8, Howard 8 to 9, Coppin State 8 to 10, South Carolina State 5 to 9, and Delaware State 2 to 15. So those are our. those are the MEAC softball conference standings. Now, let's go back to SWAC. We got our SWAC men's tennis standings. SWAC men's tennis standings. They are Alabama, uh, I'm sorry, Alabama State 5 to 0, Jackson State 4 to 1, Alabama AM 3 to 2. Alcorn State two to three, Prairie View one to four, and Mississippi Valley zero to seven. That is men. 
Men's tennis, okay? All right. Awesome. Next, we'll have women's and women's tennis standing with the SWAC. Florida A&M 9-0. Jackson State 8-1. Alabama State 7-2. Alabama A&M 6-3. Alcorn 5-5. Five five. Furry View 4-5. Gramlin State three to five, Southern two to seven, Bethune Cookman one to eight, and Mississippi, Mississippi Valley State zero to ten. Those are the women's tennis standings. For the MEAC, we have our men's tennis, which are as follows: South Carolina State five to zero, Morgan State four to one. North Carolina Central three to two, Howard two to three, Norfolk State one to four, Coppin State zero to five. Men's MEAC tennis. Women's MEAC tennis. South Carolina State six to zero, Delaware State four to zero, North Carolina Central four to two. I'm sorry, Delaware State is also four to two. Um, Howard is four to two. Morgan State two to four. Norfolk State one to five. And Coppin State zero to six. All righty, Daddy. Well, we're moving them right along, and hopefully, you're having a great time doing it. Um, I know I'm just rattling off stuff right now, but it's going to get better, I promise. <laughs> so let's look at the uh, uh, SWAC men's golf standings. Always nice. Uh, Alabama A&M, well, they are, uh-oh, I'm sorry. Um, well, they just had their golf tournament. And so... That was April 17th to the 19th, so SWAG uh, golf has ended uh, April 17th to the 19th. UAPB takes the men's title, and ultimately on the west side, Texas Southern Lady Tigers win for the women's golf tournament. And PV was a close second. Had to get that in. I know we didn't win, but... <laughs> I always got to give a shout out to my home school and alma mater, Prairie View A&M University. All right. Um, I want to give you guys some information about um, Hampton and North Carolina A&T. It's, it's kind of hard to kind of mix those in because they have the other schools that I would have to report to or I could probably just say, oh, they're fifth or sixth in this. So I might do that in the uh, coming up. I, I think that's going to be worth it because I still would like to keep up with those teams, although they're not in the SWAG or the MEAC. So I still want us to keep up with those teams. Let's look at, uh, let's talk about um, baseball, the softball tournament. SWAG softball tournament is coming up. Um, I'm sorry. Yes. Swag softball, I'm saying that correct, is coming up uh, on the next week, two weeks from now, Tuesday, May 9th through Friday, May the 12th. It's going to be Gulfport 
Sportsplex in Gulfport, Mississippi. So the softball tournament is coming up on May 9th through May the 12th in Gulfport, Mississippi. So there you have it. That is softball swag baseball tournament. Swag baseball tournament. That's going to be a little further out. That's May 24th through the 28th. And if you remember earlier this year, they made a great announcement about it, that it was going to be in Atlanta this year. So uh, the SWAC baseball tournament is going to be Wednesday, May 24th, through Sunday, May 28th, at the Russ Chandler Stadium in Atlanta, Georgia. So get your tickets. Uh, you want to be there. You don't want to miss it. Uh, let's see. Our, the MEAC. The MEAC is hosting their softball championship May 10th through the 13th. Again, May 10th through the 13th, 2023. MEAC softball championships will be at Norfolk State Softball Field in Norfolk, Virginia. So that should be fun. Actually, I'm, I ought to be there during that time. I'm going to visit my son who's in the Navy. So, um,. I'm going to, as I always tell you guys to do, if you're near a baseball, softball, tennis, a golf match, go by and stop by. So, hey, if I'm being time, I'm going to do it. And I'll let you guys know how it goes. Next is the um, tennis tournament, Swag Tennis Tournament, which was held this past weekend, April 21st through the 23rd at City Park Tennis. New Orleans, Louisiana. So, um, Alabama State came back with the men's title. That's awesome for them. And FAMU women defeated Jackson State for the championship. FAMU was also the regular season champ, and Jackson State were right under them as well. So, they entered the championship battling each other, and FAMU still came out victorious on the championship. So, Congrats to you guys, uh, family, women, family, ladies. Okie dokie. Well, it looks like uh, MEAC Tennis Championship is coming up this weekend. It's going to be April 27th through the 29th. So we'll keep you posted on the winners of that championship. Uh, it's going to take place at Cary Tennis Park. And that's in Cary, North Carolina. Again, the MEAC Tennis Championship will be held this weekend, April 27th, actually, which is today, starts and until Saturday the 29th, Cary Tennis Park in Cary, North Carolina. So we'll keep you posted on what are the results from the MEAC Tennis Championship next week. Hey, guys, there's a lot going on. Today's going to be starting to draft there in Kansas City. Um, Missouri, and I'm looking forward personally to what students, what HBCU students are going to be uh, drafted. I don't want to say if any, I'm going to say are going to be drafted, period, okay? Because I know some are going to be drafted, and I'm just praying that they're taken in the higher rounds and not in the latter rounds. I want them to be able to get paid and enjoy it. You know, we've got some great uh, players, student athletes coming out of our HBCUs, and I look forward to uh, seeing what happens with that. So, look, listen again. Um, 
some people that are being who are joining the draft excuse me uh it's aubrey miller he's out of jackson state uh let's see who else isaiah land from fam youth look for these names guys shaq davis from south carolina state uh isaiah bolden from jackson state What's our next one? Emmanuel Wilson. And that's a pretty unique way to spell Emmanuel, which is cool. He's coming out of Fort Valley State. And Tankdale. Tankdale is um, coming out of University of Houston, but he was originally signed with Alabama A&M. So I guess that's why we're still keeping track of him. Once HBCU, always HBCU. Okay, plus he's coming out of Houston, so I'll make an exception for him. <laughs> That's too funny. But anyway, um, hope you guys are doing great. Again, stay tuned and look for the draft this weekend. I know it's going to be super fun. Uh, lots of things going on locally. I know here in Houston, the Texans are having something tonight, as well as we're having the class of 1998 kickoff, and they're going to have the draft showing. So y'all come out and show your uh, who your favorite player is or who you want to get drafted uh, at uh, 5015. That's going to be on Thursday, April 27th, 5015. Uh, so we are looking for you. Next, what did I see um, today? I've seen the classic, oh, Hampton. Hampton is going to be playing in the Brick City HBCU football classic. That's this fall, but it was intriguing to me because as I lived in Washington, D.C., I had never gone to that. I don't, I don't even know if I've heard of it. It might be new, actually. So um, let me just leave it there. But uh, I'll come back with more information about that. Brick City HBCU Football Classic. Uh, we know a lot of different classics are coming up. Uh, Circle City, Windy City Classic. Uh, when I lived in Chicago, those are two that I would frequent every year. Of course, uh, loving HBCU. And this year we got something special going with the Houston Labor Day Classic. TSU versus Prairie View. We're going to have a football forum on Thursday, August 31st. The players from both schools will be in attendance, and they'll get a chance to talk to, ask questions of uh, football players, former NFL football players. So. Uh, if you guys are interested, get with me. Check out HoustonLaborDayClassic.org or Houston Labor, uh, HOU Labor Day Classic on Instagram and Facebook. All righty. Well, I think that ends our time today. And uh, it's a little longer than usual, but I look forward to it nonetheless. And I had a great time. So hopefully you had a great time. Check me out on DG Sports and Entertainment. Guys, Facebook and Instagram, leave any comments or messages, what have you. Let's get our, um, let's get our, uh, what do you call it? 
our dialogue going back again. We had some stuff going on when uh, Dion was making news, and he's going to still be making news because he's going to be uh, doing a mega camp with other coaches, including our coach Bubba McDowell uh, from Prairie View and formerly of the Houston, I mean, Houston Oilers, yes. <laughs> uh, so we, you know, he's always in the news, but I had some good conversation coming from you guys. So I want to do that again and actually maybe have some of you come on, but definitely leave me some of your comments, thoughts, uh, questions on DG Sports and Entertainment. Facebook and Instagram is DG Sports ENT. Again, that's DG Sports ENT. Well, I look forward to talking with you again next week. Uh, again, the, my comments or thoughts are not those of the Dr. Mike Prince show or Dr. Mike Prince. You guys have a great uh, week. Be blessed and safe. See you then. I'll talk to you then. Bye. We are the station designed with you in mind. The Open Mic Broadcast Network where we are serving the community through faith and athletics since 2002. We are located in Prairie View, Texas, where we are dedicated to serving the local community with sporting events, church services, and information. You're invited to tune in and to join us each Sunday morning for Temple of Refuge Ministries live broadcast, Building the Kingdom One Soul at a Time, Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. Central Time. Each Monday through Friday, tune in to hear the Mike Prince Show as he covers the world of HBCU sports and beyond. This show has been the driving force for daily information when it comes to HBCU athletics. And tune in to listen to the Swag Zone each Saturday mornings. The Open Mic Broadcast Network covers Little League, high school, and college athletics. We also broadcast local community parades and events. And you can check us out on YouTube for our latest content. If you would like to help us support our broadcast, you may do so by making a donation at www.obnradio.com. We are the station designed with you in mind. The Open Mic Broadcast Network, where we are serving the community through faith and athletics since 2002. Welcome back to the Open Mic Broadcast Network. Dr. Mike Prince here with you. We have somewhat of an exclusive, a two-for-one deal Last time we spoke with Coach Cherie Lindsay, volleyball coach of the Prairie View A&M University Panthers. She was just taking over the range, and now she is uh, establishing her footprint on the program and have a way that you, the listener, can help support their cause. Coach, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. How are you? I dare not complain, ma'am. You've been a very busy young lady, haven't you? <laughs> yeah, we've been we've been working pretty hard up here. Okay, if you could bring us up to speed and then release the announcement for us today. Yeah, so we actually just concluded our spring season on Friday. Um, we've been practicing every day, bright and early. They've been lifting three times a week. Um, a lot of really good work. I'm very proud of them for the work that they put in because I the, I have put a lot on them. Their expectations have been pretty high, but um, they're awesome. I'm, their personalities are coming out there, and like I said, they are working really hard. So um, excited to see where we're going with that. And then, of course, you know, doing a lot of recruiting as well, um, not just for 23, but it, for 24 and then preparing for 25 and all that good stuff so a lot of work a lot of work being done i do understand before you know it august 25th will be here before you know it you'll be uh faced off against tarlington um and i know with the new schemes and everything that you're in place and now under your watch uh you say that everybody's adjusting quite well right now 
Oh yeah, yeah. The adjustment is good. They they're very receptive. Um, you know, they like I said, they just kind of come in and put their nose to the ground and get it done, and that's that's really all I can ask for right now. Okay, okay. Um, any uh, uh, let's say shining buds that have been sticking out through the camp? Uh, something greater than what you were anticipating coming out of particular players? I mean, honestly, just just a lot of really great athleticism. You know, we have the first, the player who won freshman of the year. She's still on the team. Her name is Kylie Owen. Um, you know, Layla Small. She's she's a leaper. I mean that. And I'm I might be a little biased because she's number eleven. I was number eleven too. But <laughs> but regardless, I mean, the kid. She's just she just got bounce. I mean, she just gets up. There's you know we got some great defensive players coming back. Um, you know, Miyuki. She'll be the upperclassman. She's you know passing really well, doing some good defense and stuff like that. Um, a lot of really explosive middle that, you know, are not as tall, but I mean, just, again, just leapers with long arms that can get up and over the net. Um, Kirsten is one of them. And so, you know, a lot of really good names to kind of be looking for. And I think the biggest thing is that a lot of the names that I said are really young. So you'll be hearing those names a lot in the next, you know, three years or so. So, um, and then of course, like I said, with the some of the recruits that we have coming in, a, a big one that is coming with me for my old score name is Nia Walker. Um, and Nia is, I mean, she's, she's something special. Um, she's one who you're going to see a lot of. Um, she, she can she can do a lot. Um, Jade Coates is another one that's coming in. She's a six foot three middle um, who's going to be able to help us out. And you know we have a six foot two outside coming in, and some you know just some scrappy defenders, some you know good players. Janiya Henderson, you know a lot of a lot of good players coming in. So I'm excited to see kind of where we where we go with that. Sounding real good. Now, there's a way that PV Nation and abroad can help you guys because we know that finances are always in need and in order, especially when we're talking about our Olympic sports. So uh, bring us up to speed of what you guys got brewing over there in the Panthers' den. Yeah, so we have a couple things going on. Um, today we actually launched our um, – uh, just a big, you know, fundraiser where it's, it's a link or you can, you know, via email, however however you want to do it. But basically, a link is on all of our social media right now. You can click it and you can um, donate and they ask for $25 or more. Um, and then, of course, if you can't, we just ask for you to share the link so that, you know, we can reach as many people as possible. I think on top of trying to, you know, raise money, of course, we want to make the program more visible um, and put a more po- shine a positive light on the team and everything that they're doing. Um, so, you know, anytime, if you can't, donate we would definitely appreciate you sharing the link um like i said that opened up today it'll close in three weeks so i think i want to say that's the 15th of may it'll be done um so you have some time to you know to do it if you're wanting to um then the other thing that we're doing we are um, hosting a camp um it'll be a pretty large camp um it, it'll go for about seven days um it'll go from well it'll be less than that, like five days from july 13th through the 18th um and there's a couple of all skills there's all skills camp there's an advanced camp and then there's a little panthers camp for for you know all you people who want your um your boys and girls to come to to the little kids camp they can definitely do that um and that'll be a huge fundraiser for us as well so all those links can be found either on my social media or our prairie view social media um like i said we, we're getting a lot of work done in a very short amount of time but anything you can do can is definitely helpful Okay, let's go back to option number one. Uh, when you say the link, uh, you know, everybody's got these different uh, forms of receiving. Is it Zelle, Cash App, PayPal? How, how does one make a donation toward that? 
Um, so when you go to the link and you scroll down, you just click donate now and it's a secure link and they, I think you just put your card information in and how much you want to donate and you can leave a note where there's some really cool notes that are up there so far. We've had a fantastic note from one of our alumni, uh, Tamika Newman. She put a very great note in there that just, you know, just to show your support. Um, and then you just press donate and then it just, it, it like instantly contributes. Okay, very good. That seems simple enough that even I could probably follow those instructions. Okay, <laughs> and <laughs> and for the camp, uh, what are the registration dates for your camp? And if you could give us the dates again and contact person to register for your camp. Yeah, absolutely. So the dates for our camp are going to be July uh, 13th through the 18th. Um, and all you do is you, if you go to our social media and you just click Summer Volleyball Camp, it'll take you to an external link. And from there, you can um, you can choose, you know, which camp you want to do. The advanced camp is going to be eight sessions. So there's three sessions a day. It's a three-day camp. Um, so you'll definitely get your money's worth. There's a lot of, there's prizes and all that good stuff. Um, you know, going to get a lot of high-level coaching in that advanced camp and then um, there's eight sessions the last session is dedicated solely to like some play like live play type of things and then the all skills camp is two days um, same type of uh, setup the last session will be more so play and then the, the little panthers camp is a morning camp um, just to get you know get the kids out and get them you know running around and um, you know they get to see the facilities pretty much everyone who comes on campus will get to see our beautiful facilities and everything like that so we're really happy to host this camp um, it's an external camp provider, so we're we're really you know happy that we get to host their camp here and and get people on campus. Very good. Now, will this take place in the Baby Dome or the Rec Center? It'll be both. So we're going to use two courts in the Baby Dome and two courts in the Rec. So hopefully, we'll be able to pack out and get enough people in there to to fill that out for both for all the camps. Oh, that sounds extremely awesome, man! Uh, can't wait. Uh, and thank you for sharing with us and the listeners on how to get involved in supporting uh, Panthers Volleyball for 2023 and beyond. Coach, I want to give you some closing thoughts and comments, and the floor is now yours. Yeah, no, I just, I'm, again, just still really excited and, um, you know, still happy to be here. I wish I would have had a little bit more time with them for the spring, but um, I don't know how they feel about that, but they're probably about tired of getting up at 6 a.m. But um, but just a lot of really good work, and I just can't I can't stress enough how proud of the, the young ladies that I am with how much work that they've done in such a short amount of time and just their receptiveness and willingness to, to change small things. So um, I think, you know, I see, I see a, a light at the end of the tunnel. We're going to keep working, and um, and again, we thank you guys for all of your support. All right, Coach Lindsay of the Prairie View Volleyball Program, getting things off and running. Go and support PV Nation and abroad by going to the mentioned links below, and we'll keep reminding you here throughout from the Open Mic Broadcast Network. Coach, thank you so much for sharing with us. I am the radio guy, Dr. Mike Prince. You guys be blessed. We'll see you on the other side. Thank you for joining us on this week's episode of The Zone. The Zone is a production of the Open Mic Broadcast Network located in Prairie View, Texas. If you would have questions, comments, or concerns about The Zone or anything pertaining to the Open Mic Broadcast Network, feel free to visit our website at obnradio.com and submit your contact information. 
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.